Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Happy Wednesday night to you. I'm here to get you over the hump. Or two or three. I don't know how many humps are in front of you, but let me navigate you over it and get you closer to Thursday. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I'm also thankful that I'm here with you, that I'm coming emanating through your speakers on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, on the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody listening on a smart speaker. If you want to give me a holler, it's simple. We got a phone number. We got multiple lines. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. S. Here over the next four hours, we we got quite a few things to discuss. The World Series is is active right now. Game four. Houston just put five runs on the board. It's now the bottom of the fifth, and Houston leads in Philadelphia five to nothing. Houston Astros looking to tie up the World Series at two all. We know about that ass whooping that the Phillies handed them last night, seven to nothing with five home runs. Uh, Houston trying to return the favor and even the World Series up. So we will definitely keep you up to date as this game continues on. Of course, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I always bring you a new top six list. We're about halfway through the NFL season. There is no official halfway because we don't get 16 games anymore. We have a 17-game NFL season, and uh, we've decided to look at things and say tonight is the night that we will evaluate the teams that have done the best so far this season. And so I'm giving you a top six list, the best NFL teams here through the midway point of the season. 
And so we'll do that two hours from now. It will be a good time. In about 20 minutes or so from now, we're going to talk to former NFL player. This man now works in the financial world, Wale Ogunye. He's going to join us. You might remember him. used to hit everybody and everything that moved for the Dolphins, went to the Super Bowl with the Bears, and now he's working with athletes to make sure that they don't, they don't screw up financially. He's in charge of sports and entertainment, so we'll have a conversation with him in 20 minutes. Bill Self, speaking of finances, he's been suspended coming off of a championship win for things that took place, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. And then if you really want to talk about a screw-up, or at least the acknowledgement of one, you don't have to look any further than Kyrie Irving. And that's where we're going to start off the show. And it's unfortunate because he's, he's newsworthy, and it's not because of a dumbass thing he said like over the weekend or shared. It's really because Kyrie has now had to, to backtrack. I can't say he apologized. Hey, Shep, did he apologize? No, right? Uh, in a statement, he backtracked. Yeah. I read it about three or four times, and I was looking for the apology. It didn't happen. You read something Kyrie wrote three or four times? Well, it's not necessarily uh, holy Kyrie Irving. Sorry to hear that. Here's the update, folks. Kyrie Irving this evening, in addition to the Brooklyn Nets, in the Anti-Defamation League, they released a joint statement. And this is ultimately the result of what's happened over the weekend. Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets, they're each going to donate $500,000 to the Anti-Defamation League. And this is the joint statement, primarily this part from Kyrie Irving. I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression and stand strong with communities that are marginalized and impacted every day. I'm aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community, and I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. I am a human being learning from all walks of life, and I intend to do so with an open mind and a willingness to listen. So for my family and I, we meant no harm to any one group race or religion of people and wish to only be a beacon of truth and light come on now man this is the same old with Kyrie Irving except for this time he insulted uh, an entire community come on this man says and does wild ass things and then has to explain himself Grow up. Please. This is now, I I don't even know how long the list is for Kyrie Irving right now when it comes down to say something controversial, get upset when people ask you to explain it, and then he puts out a statement similar to what we just got. I'm learning. I'm a human. I'm trying to get things together. Well, damn it, man, we all are. But not everybody is out here just putting out BS. Hey, Kyrie, how do you feel about the earth? Oh, it's flat. Hey, Kyrie, what do you think about playing in Boston? I want to stay. Yeah, but my teammates need to be better. Oh, well, I didn't mean it that way. Kyrie Irving joins the Brooklyn Nets and goes on vacation. Kyrie Irving is a part of the Brooklyn Nets. This is business. He doesn't 
want to be vaccinated, but then when he returns, he doesn't necessarily wave the same type of flag that he waved for being a voice for the voiceless. And now he, he, he tweets a film, puts it out on social media. People are upset and bothered by it because of the, 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 the nonsense that, that comes out of it. He doubles down and says, I got an army behind me. And then two, three days later, now he's, he's backing down. Kyrie Irving is 30 years old. He's not fresh out of college. Yeah, I wonder how much that Duke education worked. That short one. He has a family. He has a wife. He has a kid. How long are we supposed to expect this man to make these type of mistakes? To not understand his platform. To not just just put out nonsense. And to actually one time shut up and not be a distraction. Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, they were on TNT. They basically said that this man is an idiot. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to be upset that they called him an idiot because I do believe it was it was tongue-in-cheek. It was true, but it was tongue-in-cheek. They didn't mean any harm by it. Whether you want to call him ignorant, an idiot, a jackass. I think all of the above apply. He doesn't get it. He should put his phone down and he should just go away. You're right. Kyrie Irving is a basketball player. He also is a human being. And we got a lot of people who idolize celebrities and basketball players and look to them for information and guidance and, and inspiration. Yeah, sure, that's, that's all fine. But what are you doing with the platform that you have? It's only going to be a matter of time. Is it going to be another month? Is it going to be two months? Is it going to be halfway through the season? Is it going to be at the end of the year when he is a free agent and can go wherever he wants to go? Or uh, uh, let me take that back. He can't go any and everywhere he wants to go because he just tried that and nobody wanted him. You think the Los Angeles Lakers and and Los Angeles? You think they want to bring this guy in right now? They hope that this blows over, right? You would think so. He's never going to learn. Shaquille O'Neal on TNT, as I told you, he didn't didn't leave the gloves on about Kyrie. He took them off and batted them. Listen to this. Have to be aware of what you're doing. And you have to be aware that sometimes when you put stuff out, not everybody's going to like it. Some, some people are conscious, some people are not. I can tell he's not conscious. He doesn't really care what, what's going on. But us, I know that, that, you know, the game that we used to love and we promote, it brings people together. And it hurts me sometimes when we have to sit up here to talk about stuff that divides the game. Now, now we got to answer for what this idiot has done. Uh, you know, I'm, I stand for equality of all people. I've always been like that. Don't matter what religion, no matter where you're from. I could say shalom, salam alaikum, ni hao, sabon, because that's how I was raised. So I don't, I don't really want to sit up here and answer questions for what he's done. 
You know, if you're looking at me, it's my job to make people happy. I, I, I can't speak for him and, you know, answer for, for you know, what he's doing. It's, it's obviously by his answers and the way he answers, he doesn't really care. Oh, either he doesn't care or he's too ignorant. I think it's a combination of the two. And at this point, Kyrie Irving, he's had a complex career. Doesn't win anything as the number one overall pick with the Cavs. LeBron James comes back. They win a championship. Ultimately, Kyrie Irving doesn't want any part of it. He wants his own team. He leaves. Goes to Boston. Shows up. Tells everybody that he wants to stick around. Then he leaves. Goes to Brooklyn. Goes on vacation. Basically. Doesn't want to be vaccinated. Talks out of both sides of his mouth. Gets hurt. What else is new? That's a that's a story of his dating back to his time at Duke. Tweets and shares out this film on IG as well. And here we are. He is a fun dude to watch. But I'm sick of him. I wish Kyrie would go away. Ultimately, do I think he'll be pushed out of the league? Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's worth the headache. And then he can go on whatever crusades that he wants to to educate himself, the people who he feels he represents. But I think the first thing that Kyrie Irving needs to do is just look in the mirror. Instead of trying to educate and help out other people, how about you just work on yourself? How about you put the phone down and pick up a book? How about you be cognizant all the time, which he has continually said all the time. This isn't the first time that Kyrie Irving came out of his mouth and said, I'm a human, I'm learning. You know what? I've never seen a never seen a pupil, a student go through the process of learning and then try to preach to everybody else what they're in the process of picking up. That is ass backwards. If Kyrie Irving is not going to disappear sooner than later, which I don't think he will, I think the league will push him out. Teams will get tired of him. I think his injury history will do enough. At minimum, put the phone down. Make your money on the court. As you say, keep learning. And save the nonsense before you actually formulate an educated opinion. Kyrie Irving putting out a statement, not apologizing. Acknowledging that what he shared was was wrong. Now donating half a million dollars to the Anti-Defamation League. Brooklyn Nets putting in cash as well. I'm just waiting. Waiting for Kyrie Irving to go away. I don't wish injury on anyone. Waiting on him to end up on the bench. Waiting on free agency for no one to want to pick him up. A injury-prone 31-year-old small point guard. Who would have this guy right now besides the Lakers? And that would reek of desperation as well. You want to know more? It'd be nice if other folks kind of said something. That's what Reggie Miller was looking for. That's what... Charles Barkley 
was looking for. Some of his actual peers to say, man, that's some BS. That's what Reggie Miller had to say a couple nights ago on a broadcast. In years past, this league has been great because the players have led the way and they have strong voices. When Donald Sterling stepped in it, when Robert Sarver just recently stepped in it, our voices from our leaders in the basketball community and the players were very vocally strong and some type of discipline be handed down or be gone. The players have dropped the ball on this case when it's been one of their own. It's been crickets, and that's disappointing because this league has been built on the shoulders of players being advocates. Mm -hmm. Right is right and wrong is wrong. And if you're going to call out owners, and rightfully so, then you've got to call out players as well. You can't go, go silence in terms of this for Kyrie Irving. I want to hear the players and their strong opinions as well, just the same way we heard about Robert Sarver and Donald Sterling. Yeah, that, that'd be nice, Reggie, but I think we all know this already. Nobody's going to rock the boat when you're all in the same boat. It's rare that you hear owners criticize owners because they don't want to be next. It's rare that you ever hear a player criticize another player in that regard because they don't want to be next. That's unfortunately the way of the world. Double standards and hypocrisy. The clock is ticking on Kyrie Irving. It's only going to be a matter of time before he says or does something else absolutely off the wall. And I just wish we can get him out of here sooner than later. I'm more sick of him than, at this point, I think Aaron Rodgers. That's saying a lot. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on the other side, we're going to have a conversation with someone who was an all-pro, a pro bowler, a quarterback, machine, a quarterback beating machine, Wale Agunlie, former Dolphin, former Bear. He's going to join us. I'm going to get his thoughts on uh, Kyrie's situation. I want to talk to him, obviously, about those Dolphins and the Bears. I want to ask him about his current role at UBS. Yeah, he went from the field to the office, and he's doing some amazing things, even launching a new show. We'll talk about it on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. I can't believe that we ain't talking about that. We're talking about this idiot. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right now, we got a guest on the line. This is someone who has been an all pro. This is someone who has gone to a Pro Bowl. He has played in a Super Bowl. You might remember him from the Dolphins. You might remember him from the Bears, an 11 year NFL veteran who went and got his MBA after his playing career was done and is now in charge of sports and entertainment at UBS, a global financial firm. It's my main man from New York, Wale 
Ogunlie. Wale, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I should have known when I heard that DMX in the beginning. I said, oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun one. Well, we don't do anything but fun here on the JR Sport <laughs> Reef Show, Wale. It, yeah, man. No doubt about it. Listen, man, we, we got we to gotta start, unfortunately, with something that probably isn't too much fun. We're going to talk more about your role at UBS and, and some of the ventures that you're working on, especially as it relates to programming and players' TV. Right before we, we, we got to break and opened up the show, we updated the world on Kyrie Irving and his $500 donation to the Anti-Defamation League, knowing that you manage money, knowing that you advise folks. What advice would you give to Kyrie Irving right now? Oh, man, that's a, that's a good question. I like At the end of the day, I think, you know, he, I think any athlete, they need to just have some trusted advisors that um, – can help them think through some of the, the decisions that they make and some of the things that they say and and realizing that, listen, at the end of the day, we, we don't live in a vacuum. And because athletes have a platform, so at the end of the day, sometimes it's, it's, they get more credit than they should and they get, you know, more uh, microphones in their face than they should than the regular person. But we need to understand that, that the, the nature that we live in, um, in this era of, of social media, I think all athletes need to have a brain trust of people around them that um, can tell them, like, you know, you're, you're going to affect the way certain people think. Um, I know there's a, uh, a freedom of speech in this country, but um, sometimes words hurt people, right? And uh, we've got to be real careful on, on, on how we uh, say things and how things are perceived. And, um, you know, I just hope that... Uh, he does, you know, have you know some sound people around him, at least trying to advise him to, to do and and say the right things, and, and at the end of the day, not hurt people. Former quarterback record Wale Ogunlier is here with us on CBS Sports Radio. When you talk about having uh, proper advisors around you, we talked about the double standard. You know, players not necessarily calling out players. It's rare that you see the same thing with owners calling out owners. You know, in the NFL, we just saw Jim Irsay. Uh, he called out Dan Snyder, and we learned earlier today that Dan Snyder, amongst all the investigations, is is likely exploring a sale of the team. What do you think about that double standard when it comes to to owners and being afraid to call somebody out because you might be next? Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, it's it's it, I think when especially when it comes to players, I think it's like you got this locker room mentality where you know, it's us against the world. And that's kind of what you've been taught from, you know, you know, Little League or, or Pee Wee. Like, it's us against the world. And don't let outside distractions, you know, get in the way. And I think that in itself leads to the, the culture of not calling people out. And then also, because we live in a world where um, it feels like everyone's waiting for you to, to fall or make a mistake, if you do say something um, people are waiting for that opportunity to wear, like, ah, we got you, right? So people tend to, to be afraid of, 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 of falling into that gotcha moment. Um, but if a society that has to do better and, and be better, we have to be, you know, grown and mature about um, calling people out, especially when, when things aren't going well. And, uh, uh, and when it comes to the owners, if you, you know it's a, it's a small fraternity of men that have uh, – have the opportunity to, to own these teams and they don't want anybody in. And, um, and, and the only time that you're ever going to hear someone say something negative about another owner is if they're messing uh, with the bottom line. And I think with, with Dan Snyder, I think people are 
um, owners are starting to feel like, listen, you, you're messing up our product, and then that's when they start to speak out. Yeah, when you start messing up the money, it's going to be time for you to go. Wale, man, you, you started off your career with the Dolphins down in Miami, coming off of your knee injury, undrafted. You made your bones, then went out uh, to the Bears. But down in Miami right now, they just picked up a pass rusher. They added Bradley Chubb from the Denver Broncos. And now we hear Tua Tonga-Valoa. He's like, hey, I'm not afraid to talk Super Bowl. What do you think about the Dolphins, the addition of Chubb, and where they realistically can end up this year? You know, it's so crazy, man. If you, you look at the whole, you know, AFC East, and you see, you know, with the Dolphins, and um, I was, you know, always a, a fan of, of Tua. Uh, I, I felt like we, we tend to grade these quarterbacks a little too too soon. Um, and um, everybody wants instant gratification. And with him being hurt, you know, you know, in the beginning of his career and um, and now with the coaching change, it's going to take time. And I'm glad that uh, he's found himself and um, he's has this city on fire. Uh, Dolphin fans are extremely excited about what they're seeing out there, the weapons that he has. And then now you're adding a, a defense, which, you know, I'm a defensive player. You add a guy like Chubb, um, of course, people are going to start talking, you know, uh, Super Bowl around here. So it's, uh, it's a good time to be uh, here in Miami. Um, it's a good time to be in AMC East because, you know, there's some, some crazy. You couldn't tell me that the Jets were going to be 5-3 and three or, or even Miami after last year were going to be 5-3 and three right now and Buffalo 6-1 and one and New England 4-4. Four and four. So it's, it's the, the best thing about the NFL. Like, you know, every year it's a different storyline. And um, right now the things, our storyline here in Miami is uh, things are looking up. Things are looking up. Wally Agunlier here with us, the JR Sport Reshow, CBS Sports Radio. You might have played and started off with the Dolphins afterwards. You went up to Chicago. You were a Bear. Man, you, you were in the Super Bowl. We know that's somewhere that the Bears are trying to go back to. They're rebuilding. They have fields. They just added Claypool. They have picks to build into the future. When you look at fields and what they're preparing around him, is he the long-term answer? Do you think he can stick around and be that guy finally for the next, I don't know, five to ten years? Yeah, you know, that, I think the verdict is still out. But, you know, I, I go back to my, my previous statements. Like, we've got to give these, Q, these QBs some time to, to, to adjust. And I tell, you know, people all the time, like, it takes 16 games for um, a defense or defensive coordinators to understand quarterbacks. That's why a lot of times you see these quarterbacks have, like, that, that first year, like, oh, my gosh, they, they're going to be amazing. And then defenses and defensive coordinators catch up to these quarterbacks. And the quarterbacks that are able to um, out-study and out-practice and, 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 and beat the coordinators are, are the Peyton Manning's of the world, are the Tom Brady's of the world, are the Drew Brees of the world, that um, year after year they're able to outsmart and stay at least one step ahead of some of these defenses. And that's what you're going to have to wait and see with these quarterbacks. Hopefully in the off season they're getting there, they're studying in, they're practicing, they're realizing the mistakes they're making, they're they're able to see uh, their strengths and their weaknesses, and they're working on that stuff. So it takes time, um, but in this um, era of instant gratification, it's hard. I, do I think he he can he has the talents to be you know a five ten year quarterback? Absolutely, um, but let's see how hard he's willing to you know stay in a, in, in in the study study room and hopefully he stays healthy. And it looks like the Bears are trying their best to. Um, unload some talent so that they can have some talent for him, you know, down the road. 
yeah, not everybody's going to wake up and be Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, Wally Agunlier here with us. We know the average career of an NFL player is what now? Three, three and a half years, give or take. And you you had an 11 year career. You've been able to transition over into the business and financial world at, at UBS. What prompted you to get involved on the business side post retirement and go ahead and get your master's? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, everyone here says, everyone says that, you know, NFL stands for not for long. And that's the truth, the truth of the matter. And um, I was lucky enough to play 11 years. And during that time, I made a, you know, a considerable amount of money. I think when I got done playing, I, I realized that I was risking a lot of my, my in- income and, and revenue that I have created through my hard work because I didn't understand what my financial advisors were saying to me, right? I had a four-year, four-year degree from Indiana University. I played in the NFL for 11 years. I had millions of dollars in the bank. And I still didn't understand simple terminology. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this NFL program that helps pay for graduate program, right? And uh, I got in that, and I went to get my MBA just so I could understand, just so I could ask the right questions to scare these unsavory advisors away. And then I realized, like, in the process that, this is probably the biggest key to helping our athletes, especially NFL players, like get past those years of financial distress soon after they get done playing. And if they have the knowledge and um, have the resources to help them um, stretch the amount of money that they had, um, it works out. Like at the end of the day, if you're going to play in the NFL for four years, the truth of the matter is you're probably going to have to have another career. And there's no shame in that. Um, but a lot of times these young men are not ready for that. And then also not having the financial you know, um, literacy behind that gets people in a lot of trouble. And I realized after I got my degree that reputable firms, firms like UBS, that at the end of the day, they re- their reputation is just as high as a Patrick Mahomes or as a um, Peyton Manning, like places where sure. they want to, lose out on business because they're doing things the wrong way. And that's why I felt like me teaming up with a firm like UBS was a win-win situation, right? We've got a firm that is super expert at managing money and then me having the the experience and the guidance and actually the passion to help these young men and women on both sides of sports and entertainment understand their finances, but then also make sure that the firm understands who these young men are, who these young women are, and why it's important for them to build legacies once they're all done with their sports career. Wale Agunlie going from the field up into the office, head of sports and entertainment at at UBS Global Financial Firm. You guys have also teamed up with with Players TV, which is pretty much a a wide selection of professional athletes who have gone together to, you know, kind of push their own narrative from a content perspective. You've also now been, been tasked with hosting a new series called The Long Game. Explain that for us. Yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. It's, it's, it's athletes, you know, controlling their own narrative. And what we've done with these shows is we've kind of tried to dispel some of the stereotypes and biases that come into play when when society looks at clients. I mean, it looks at athletes and that whole just shut up and dribble stuff or just shut up and run the rock. Um, the this, this shows that we have when it comes to front office, where we're, like we talked earlier about having that brain trust of athletes, um, brain trust of advisors around these athletes. Well, front office um, is kind of molded in, this, in a 
in this form of Shark Tank, but it shows how athletes should look at deals that come their way. And when I played sports, and even today, every day I had either a family member or a friend or even a total stranger coming to me with an idea. And the only thing that they needed to make this idea work was my capital, right? So with that being said, we're teaching and we're showing the world how we would love our athletes to sit down, have trusted advisors around them, and look through these deals the right way. And that's really a good good standpoint for these athletes to show other athletes, the, the new ones, the, the rookies, the, and even the older ones, to show how do you do business the right way. Then we have a show called Long Game where we're talking about life after, right? We're dealing with the Jackie Joyner Kershies of the world, the um, Isaiah Thomas of the world. We even have Dame Lillard on there. And talk about things that they're doing off the field. And a lot of it has to do with some of the philanthropic stuff that athletes do when it comes to society, whether it's, you know, um, dealing with, uh, George Floyd issue that happened last year, or even some of the political stuff that happens in the country. Sometimes our athletes are looked at as as advocates and, and voices of which way do we turn. And this show touches upon a lot of the stuff that these athletes are doing outside of their careers that are help building their legacy. So I'm super excited about the content. We're, we're, we're breaking down barriers, but more importantly, we're dispelling a lot of stereotypes and notions with these shows. And um, I'm excited about the partnership. Awesome. Wale, where can people find out more information about what you're working on and to see some of this content? Well, for us, you can go to UBS, uh, UBS.com um, forward slash legacy, and you can see all the stuff that we've been creating. I've been working here now, I mean, it's crazy. Like, my three years now that I'm, I'm, I've been at this, at this, and we've been super successful. And all the content we had, you can check it out at UBS.com uh, forward slash legacy, and uh, you see all the stuff that we have from Players TV to our conversations to anything that we have to do with financial education, it's uh, it's all there for you to see. That's a beautiful thing. Wale, you talk about philanthropic work. We do a lot of work here with Special Olympics and, and also CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to holler at you myself about some amazing ideas, so stay tuned on that, okay? Sounds good, for sure, absolutely. No doubt about it. Tell everybody one more time where they can follow you. You can follow me at, uh, again, um, uh, UBS dot com forward slash legacy and uh you know if, if you if you want to um part of my personal account on on, on instagram is wale uh ogunle uh, uh on instagram and ao the prince 93 on twitter so uh follow me there and um you know we can chop it up appreciate it a big shout outs to wale ogunle for joining us here the jr sport Reef show on cbs sports radio being able to go from the field uh, to the financial world to giving advice, to also giving and producing content. Uh, Yeah, he he hit the nail on the head early on with the first question. You know, with someone like Kyrie Irving, everybody can use a little bit of guidance, somebody to go ahead and tell you the truth. Thank you one more time to Wale for joining us here. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back on the other side, speaking of the longevity of an NFL career, there's a head coach in the NFL. People are, again, talking about how long he's going to stick around or maybe leave. I'll tell you who on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to former NFL player, current head of sports and entertainment at UBS, Wale Ogunlie, for joining us here uh, right before the break, taking a look at uh, advisement. I mean, he said Kyrie Irving probably should have some great advisors around him. And we talked about Daniel Snyder and people being held accountable in a locker room mentality. It's us against everybody else. And uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about this Daniel Snyder situation, as I'm sure you've probably heard. This man is exploring a sale of the commanders. There's a lot of people who are absolutely thrilled about the prospect of this team being moved to someone else's hands. Plenty of people waiting on that. Let me give you an update on the World Series briefly. Houston Astros currently lead Philadelphia 5 to nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Christian Javier, the starter for the Astros tonight, this man no-hit the Phillies through the first six innings of the game. Brian Abreu just actually walked off of the field here at the seventh. It's now over. The Phillies still don't have a hit. They're in a hole right now, five to nothing. And so Houston trying to walk away with a a tie here in the series, a two-all tie. Uh, Last night, we saw what the Phillies were able to do. Seven runs, five home runs, not tonight. They could certainly use some of the offense as things continue, and we'll keep you up to date as Houston currently leads five to nothing, trying to even up the World Series at two all. Also, right before we went to break, and speaking of advisement and change, there was a story today from Albert Breer pretty much saying that NFL head coach Sean McVay that he's going to be ready to bail when his core players are cooked. Donald and Ramsey, Stafford, that he's going to be ready to call it a wrap when these guys are done. Let's keep in mind, Sean McVay just signed a contract extension that will take him through 2026. And can this really be news? When we heard this in the offseason, That after they actually won the Super Bowl, that Aaron Donald was ready to go. They gave him a three-year extension. And Sean McVay, was they were tying themselves to each other as to whether or not they were going to return. And so I believe this is just a matter of, of no news. Sean McVay has already made it very clear. He's not going to be one of these guys who's going to coach until he's 70 years old. He was hired in 2017 at 30 years old so don't expect him to be a Bill Belichick don't expect him to be a Pete Carroll when the time is ready he's gonna leave it was reported that Amazon we see them venturing into sports now with Thursday night football that they were ready to give him a deal 100 million dollars over five years so if you're Sean McVay you're gonna squeeze everything that you can out of coaching and then you're gonna leave for television I think that's obvious. And even on a down year right now, the Rams suck. Three and four. The offense can only muster 17 points a game. They can't run the ball at all. The only team worse is the Buccaneers. Sean McVay, 
He knows they suck, and he's still not leaving for now. This is what he had to say about what they're facing and going through this year. This is some real challenges that we're going through, you know, because we have been very spoiled and, and, and I've been spoiled by things that have gone pretty well for us. And so to be seven games into the season in this spot is, is foreign. Oh, yeah, it's foreign. And ain't no coming back this year. You won a Super Bowl last year. Enjoy it. They cannot run the ball to save their lives. It's amazing that a team that was ranked seventh in offense last year and won a championship, they're now ranked 28. Cam Akers did not get traded. He did not get the boot. Uh, based on their current record, you can expect Odell Beckham Jr. not to join the team. Cooper Cup was just left in the game uh, to be brutalized in his own regard. But at least Sean McVay can look on the bright side. For the next couple of years, he's going to make approximately $10 million. Maybe they'll be competitive again, as in competing for a Super Bowl. And then he's going to leave. Likely to television. Something that Tom Brady should probably do and that he's been waiting a long time for. And so this report that when his core players are done, he's done. We knew this already. We just went through this with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will accumulate stats. The rest of the team will accumulate numbers. And if I need to be realistic, do I see the Rams winning another Super Bowl? No. I think they're going to get old, which I think is going on right now. I know they don't have draft picks. And even with the expansion and elevation of the salary cap, NFL is way too competitive. And so good luck to Sean McVay. Make your money and leave. Sounds like a great dream. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I told you I wish Kyrie Irving would leave. Sean McVay, he's going to make a couple more dollars, a lot of them, over the next several years, and then he will leave. And when we get to the top of the hour, I'm going to talk to you about an NFL owner, Daniel Snyder of the Washington Commanders. We got the news earlier today that he might leave. And we got a lot of people in Virginia, Maryland, the D.C. area who are absolutely thrilled. Is it going to come to fruition? Is he going to be punished on the way out the door? What do all of these investigations mean? And this is going to be a good look for Washington. The answer is absolutely I'll give you some details on the other side of the break. I'll update you on the World Series. It's the JR Sport Brief Show right here with you on CBS Sports Radio. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.